This episode's all about Argo Tall leaked pictures, Horus Heresy 2.0 box set, the rumors for Horus Heresy, we talk some LVO, and thoughts on Centurion Plus. Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trident Wargaming. This is episode 3, Old Guard Strike Back, and I am your host Bill. And I'm Andy. And we are joined today with two of our battle bros. We've got Alex. Hello. And we've got Dan. Hi, uh. So. How's it going, guys? Good, good, good. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, surviving the heat in Edmonton here. It's, what, 30 degrees? 33 yeah. or something? It's going to be brutal soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Prospero, the burning. I guess, yeah. <laughs> this is fully Pat's optional weather. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It's kind of uh, it's kind of cool uh, with the four of us kind of jumping back online. We actually back in the past we did a tale of four warlords where we were all playing um, 40k and uh, doing like battle reports and filming and talking about our games. And I don't know if the four of us have kind of jumped on together on chat like this or even in person for a little while other than when we were throwing down some games. No, not. This would have been uh, BC before COVID. Before COVID, yeah, this was this was <laughs> BC for sure. So, but hopefully, all that's coming to an end, and we'll be able to start doing it again, like just like mm-hmm. we're doing here. Yeah, but this time uh, it won't be forty k. It'll be heresy. Oh yeah, the horse heresy. Yeah, an AOS podcast. Ah oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. So I guess, looking, yeah. So to this episode today, Bill, what what do you where we got lined up for the people listening? Uh, this is just going to be all the a big recap of all the heresy stuff that we've been uh, seeing online lately. I guess kicking off, we can jump into uh, Argyll Tall. He got leaked. We saw pictures. I guess my I guess first reaction, you know, my first reaction was like, "Holy shit, they actually did it!" Just when you thought Forge World forgot about us, yeah. Uh, and it's go ahead, Alex. It's exciting to see. Like I said, uh, it felt like there was a bit of a drought uh, for the last couple months. Not just a not just COVID, but in general, you know, having them pump out praetors for the different legions and you know that's exciting but uh you know a character series model really gets everyone's blood moving i think oh, I oh definitely it it's it's just super surprising that that they they didn't even hint at him like he didn't even have rules he didn't have nothing people were always like oh yeah you know he's a big part of the books he, that was kind of like a, a wish list kind of character and all of a sudden they just dropped him out of nowhere so it's it's awesome to see them doing that. Do you think they might have them tied into something else coming down the pipe, though? Because, like, you know, I know we've talked about this in the past and, and said that it would be 
awesome if they started bringing out these characters that uh, don't have rules, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm wondering if they're planning on maybe bringing out some little expansions with maybe a whole bunch of characters that are not in the game. Kind of uh, be interesting to see down the road what they do. Yeah, I think at the very least it actually shows that the the dev team is still producing something. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's exciting. Like you know, the Argotal being one of the you know first demon characters in the in the Heresy, um, you know, does kind of maybe they're they're with that type of sculpting. Maybe they are going to start moving towards later Heresy stuff. No, that's true. Yeah, it that's was true. Nice. It it was nice that yeah, he kind of came out without being on the radar, like Dan said. And uh, it, I do hope it it does show, you know, that uh, maybe there are going to be some character expansion, like down the road. It'd be nice to, you know, get a new a new update with a bunch of new characters for all the legions and just adding more of those personalities that you get to read read or listen about in the uh, heresy novels. Mm-hmm. I'm told, and like. As to is this model plastic or is it resin? We'll find out. Yeah. But re- regardless, it's a wicked looking model. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I'm, might, I'm sure sorry. there'll be some conversions with spears. Uh huh. You know it. <laughs> yeah, I had to look up the picture to uh, remind myself of how awesome it is. <laughs> yeah. My, my vote's for resin. I think it'll be a resin model. I want it to be plastic, but I think it'll be resin. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't think they're. I think the character series will continue to be resin. Resin is, is kind of just the way they've they've developed in the past, and that's the kind of that's the technology that Forge World has. That's what they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, if they do move to pre- uh, to plastic, I think that'll be the end of the Forge World studio. They'll just migrate it all into GW. I kind of hope that would happen. To be honest, in my opinion, at least, maybe. Uh... We'd see a lot more stuff happen. I don't know, but I'm sure there'll be some haters out there hating on me for saying that. It's like it's, it's like the opposite of music. Like we want them to go mainstream. Like come on, you can yeah. do it. Come on, <laughs> sell out, <laughs> sell out, go plastic. Come on. I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. No, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with the rules when he comes out for yeah. for his rule set and whatnot. And I'm sure it'll be. Quite a bunch of happy word bearer players, <clears throat> Bill. Um, so it'll be uh, it'll be good. It's good to see it. Good to see him come out. And, so like, uh, where do we where do we go from here? Because Dan Dan reminded me how early in the heresy uh, Argeltel actually turns into a demon, and uh, it's it's like book three or four that you you know his his transition <laughs> happens. So like, what does this mean? Is like, uh, do we? Is this later heresy or is it earlier heresy? Is it like, what? Who's the next character that comes out? True, good question. Yeah, it is a good question actually. Because yeah, he was he was on Istvan, right? Yeah, he, and he basically transformed before. Well, Istvan they're doing the right? pilgrimage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. It's uh, yeah, that is a good question. It, I would hope it would be post Distavan Five, just to kind of bump things along. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Do you have a Do you have a character that you want to see? Ooh, that's a good one. That uh, is, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna think about it. Someone else go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I not... mean, like every first captain would be awesome. I mean, the Iron Hands wow. have a bunch. Uh, Gabriel or uh, whatever his name is, and you know he's t- cataphracty with lightning claws. He'd look awesome. Gabriel Santar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think Alex would like this one. Um, I want to see Lucius. Oh yeah. Hey, you stole mine, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to see him come out and uh, see what they do with him. They make him kind of all messed up, right? Guard mm-hmm. up and whatnot. So. Well, they brought but, out Assault Tarvitz, so, like, you can do games where you're, you know, fighting each other or whatever, right? Yeah. No one, no one wanted Saul. Everyone wanted Lucius. That was a sellout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you have, because um, they never came out with Fabius Bile. No. For, no. That no, would be a nice right? one, too. So, like, exactly, that'd be pretty uh, cool to see. I... Like, I guess if I was going to pick, it'd probably be Bjorn the Fell-Handed. I think that would be pretty legit. Well, they came out with his little cousin or whatever. Well, which, oh, uh, Gregor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fell-Hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. It would be cool just to yeah, have a character like that flesh, like fleshed out so you could have him running with Russ and a bunch of uh, their gear terminators or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm trying and, to think uh, who else. I, I would like to see uh, Remus and Tannis come out too. Oh, like a model? Like an actual. I, yeah. thought, I thought you got that Herald. He's close enough. Yeah, <laughs> no. He is close enough, but no. The super thick space brain? Yeah. 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 Two C's. Uh, definitely <laughs> leg day on him. Yeah. <laughs> Ultramarines, yeah, what do you guys think? Like, uh, just thick thighs on that guy. Like, he's he's marching up all the time. That's the MK3 armor, man. Just the angle you're looking at him. It's all wrong. <laughs> but there's so many, I mean, there's so many other characters that we can mention, but I, it's good, good to see it. I like Dan's comment, you know, the first first captains, all of the first captains, Jubal, mm-hmm. you know, everyone else. That would be cool, yeah. Yeah, the Mornaval. Very neat. But I guess we'll we'll see what happens here. Yeah. The next how many months? Could speculate for a long time. It's who knows? They might have them on a display case somewhere, just kind of sitting there. Never know. Uh, you know, they or what happens? Obviously, we're going to get to it here at the end. But Delvio, you know, usually is a big reveal for for Heresy every year. So yeah. does Adepticon. So. I'm sure there's more in the pipe coming. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, 100%. Well, I mean, Argyle Tal could be like the Daradio uh, shield. Shield Pavas that never shows yeah. up? <laughs> 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 oh, could you imagine, man? Oh, yeah. I'm I, I, sad I, already. I bet you the second topic here, I bet you they bring it out with the box set. Wow. Well, oh, probably. Well, they might. They might. 
that yeah, I guess that that's that cues us in. Yeah, so we all saw the pictures. We all saw leaks. Uh, some pages pulled them down, and some some just let it run rampant with rumors. That Horse Heresy 2.0 like plastic box set. Um, I guess first first thing I want to ask you guys is, and it, it's been asked to death, and it's just like I don't know. You think these are true skill marines? You think this is like Primaris scale style marines for this MK6? I, I don't I don't think so. I don't know why they would make one mark like uh like a like one point two or twenty five percent bigger than everyone else. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah, they they do look a bit larger, right, in the um in the pictures there as for if they are and if they do that, what does that mean for the future, right? Um who knows? Maybe they're testing the waters with them too, to see what people people yeah. are saying or what they like. Oh, the mm. the backpacks look different, right? I noticed that so, right away. Yeah. So, because it's it's the armor itself, um, yeah, like you said, the backpack. Of course, the other significant thing is people say they're taller. Um, they're definitely new sculpts, so they're they're not the resin that they used to have, and like even the feet are a bit different too, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they look wicked to me. They look pretty awesome, and, and you're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of that armor coming out to these armies, you know, Raven Guard and whatnot. But it's, it's if they are bigger, it who knows? It could be something they're testing out. See what people like. So, like, it's hard to tell. You know, I've just kind of got them up side by side here, and uh, the only thing that makes me think that they are bigger is actually the fact that they're all on. It looks like to be on 32s, and the the Terminators look like they're on 40s, and they're taking up the whole base. Hmm. Yeah, like the, those are big bases. Those, like he's got like the the double uh, lightning claw cataphracty Terminator is end to end on that base, and that base is bigger than the Marine base that's next to it. And it mm. looks like it's uh, it's over, you know, one and a quarter, one and a half size the the track of the Spartan behind it. The Spartan tracks one inch, so you know it makes sense that it is a forty mil base. The mathematics going on here in the background. <laughs> I just pictured that meme with all the, with that gif with the lady and all the equations flying <laughs> around her head. <laughs> Jesus. But like the contemptor looks normal, right? Yeah, the contemptor mm -hmm. looks like it hasn't changed. Actually, it looks like oh, the it, it, it actually, contemptor. I think. I'm, maybe I'm not sure. But I think it did change though. Well, doesn't doesn't the plastic one have the uh, the banner thing on the front of the chest? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. this contemptor is brand new because it doesn't have all the all the like the knee pads are different, and you know there's no. You know, yeah, the banner on on the chest—it's just plain, right? This mm -hmm. looks like a multi-piece kit. Honestly, that'd be awesome if it is. I, I would hope so. I know I one did. of the the first things I noticed was that uh, like uh, havoc launcher on the top, and it, it's very much a shout to the Telemon style like missile launcher on the uh, that they wear on top of their uh, carapace. Mm -hmm. 
So that looks like a nice cool update. Yeah, plastic auto cannon. Yeah. Probably. Um is there other weapons that come with it? God, probably. I hope so. <laughs> you know. Plastic glass cannon would be awesome. Yeah, it would. But it's it's cool step forward if it is a multi kit, different options. I was, I was looking at, uh, just kind of as you guys are talking, going back, like Fate had uh, heresy rumors up about eight months ago uh, about what uh, the, the potential release of a plastic kit. <laughs> yeah, it's showing us here. Hopefully Seems that's, that's close, what's happening, yeah. right? So my question is, do you think them making Mark VI was the best choice? Considering it kind of seems like only certain legions had Mark VI, and not like a whole ton of them. It's it's really hard to say, right? Like if they themed it around, and I know it's been it's been tossed around quite a bit, the Siege of Terra. Like if it's a Siege mm -hmm. of Terra box, having the Sons of Horus and the Imperial Fist MK6 makes sense. Um, but yeah. It, I would have liked the CMK2 personally because I think more yeah. legions can make wider use of it. I know every you know one of the Raven Guard players is just you know licking their lips, going "Oh yeah," because <laughs> they're just getting ready. So it's yeah, just one of those things. But the other thing too that you know was is like a. Uh, interesting little little kind of almost like a teaser added into the box set picture is that the dice in the bottom right actually still has a scatter dice it does oh, i'm sure they have tons of those laying around yeah <laughs> they just threw them in there just to screw up people <laughs> are you getting scattered you don't know but yeah like i i don't know i, I think you know the other thing too is that it might guide why they're why they're uh you know imperial fists and sons of horus because they were the probably the most likely legions to get access to it, and it's lots of reference in the books that they have access to it. So you know that's mm -hmm. maybe why they're painted in this scheme. But uh, you know what? Like I, I, I think I think beakies are universal at this point. Uh, that, that you know people who started playing it back in third edition onwards uh, always found in you know fell in love with beaky marines, and this is a, I think a send out to them and. To the heresy in general, I think. I think regardless, you'll see you'll see beaky marines and you know all the other legions that weren't running them at this time. Yeah. And it is, uh, I mean, maybe the whole thought process behind it, not bringing like MK two out, is because it's so similar to the MK three that they wanted something fairly different, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. obviously, marine armor is marine armor, right? But. Um, Regardless, like it, it's cool. Uh, will I use a lot of it? Um, I don't know. We'll have to see in the future what what army I throw it into. I guess right. He's lying. Okay. Here's the. <laughs> I, I foresee. I foresee a whole bunch of like Raven Guard players coming out of the woodwork. So maybe maybe I'll make some Ultramarines out of it. You know. Here's here's the question. If if you're you know plastic heresy comes out um yeah. everyone gets access to this those marines are 15 percent bigger than the existing range yeah. 
yeah. do you switch to the new marines? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I, I, got, I got like a thousand marines um, in my basement. Switching I would. over to every single one to be bigger would be a big load of time and money. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure it would. I mean, I'm crazy when it comes to miniatures. So, I mean, for me, it's like an auto go button to press and just do it. But, you know, it's it's like you said, and it happens all the time in, in the gaming world. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a hundred models of this and they came out with a new range and or new size. What do I do? Right. So I I don't I don't think they're gonna switch. I don't think they're gonna scale creep this. I honestly don't. Like I just I think they kinda they just look different because they've slightly streamlined the beaky armor design and added a little bit more accent to maybe the boots and, and well, power fists, but I don't think they're gonna change it. The one thing I will mention though it Maybe the reason they do look taller is we're so used to that static marine pose. Like some of these beakies look like they're they're walking, right? They're not squatted down slightly and holstering their bolter and firing their bolter. Mm-hmm. So they're a little bit like they're standing up a bit straighter, right? So maybe that's why it looks like they may be taller. But yeah, um, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And you know well, how pictures are, right? Yeah, we're literally looking at a squinty photo that's blurry and the colors all distorted and so we don't even know if this is even real, right? Like it's like I <laughs> so, take my glasses off. So. Yeah, so it's all speculation as of right now. <laughs> yeah. It's but. it is. I I honestly if there was a scale change, I would probably sell my existing armies. <laughs> and I would jump in with new scale because I know, and I've been looking at them already. Is the at Tortuga Bay Studios on Instagram? They have everything from MK2 to MK5 true scale standing and running poses, and these are legs and torsos together, um, done in like a resin, and they look awesome. So if you know if g-dub is the one that really kicks it off and uh you know body slams it you're gonna have a huge kind of exodus you're gonna have the guys who are like no i'm hoarding as much as much you know uh regular marines as i can i was gonna say firstborn because of 40k but then uh (laughs) and then you'd have guys who just are running flocking to the new style plastics And, and i think there would be opportunity for both sides of the fence to unload existing size and pick up new stuff and vice versa right i, th- I think it'd be mm-hmm. very crazy like you yeah. know how much of an overhaul that would have to be it do to be an overhaul Just think of it think of it like plastic jet bikes oh dude i'll yeah. i'd be off my white scars to alex here like yeah it's <laughs> it's crazy. i would buy them i would do it it's crazy man it's crazy yeah. You know, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was a bigger scale, which I don't think it's going to be, um, you have breachers, you have assault marines, you know, terminators. Yeah. See, like everything would have to just be completely revamped, and that would take years. Keep heresy in the game like that. Unless it's but, already done. 
True. We could have uh, a vial of darkness over the top of our heads, and they've been doing this for the last seven years. Yeah. Now they're just revealing it. I feel that's the story every heresy gamer tells themselves. Keep themselves going sometimes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no doubt, no doubt. Just wait. The next LVO, they'll 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 redo they'll redo Third Legion. I swear to God, they're gonna do it. They'll make things right. They'll make them right. Yeah, they did. <laughs> All the heresy players around the world, thank you for that too, Forge World. Keep up the good work. I think. I think the the thing the one thing I'm most excited about is the plastic Nuncio box. Yeah. There's a there's a picture there with, with like a servo scar mm-hmm. look, skull looking thing and an antenna. Yeah. And then you then you also have the characters, the blurry looking characters. We can't quite tell what they are. Mm-hmm. Now, will they be generic characters or are they going to be named characters? Uh, I hope for multi piece, honestly. Generic. Yeah, give me some generic. I think so too. I, I, I think they will be generic. Um, be per- it's it's interesting to see what it is. So, I I gotta I gotta admit like a little bit of a scare here too for me personally is what I'm worried is that this isn't this isn't potentially Heresy 2.0, and this is just like another burning of Prospero box set, um, except with Imperial fists and. Oh. Sons of Horus. I am a little worried about that. Why are you? Why are you even <laughs> tempting fate like that? Because <laughs> I'm I'm staring at my my box of Burning of Prospero on my on my shelf. I'm like, I wonder, would they just do that to us? Would they? Would they? If they hint at Heresy 2.0 and then just give us literally another box set? Oh. They could. Problem. Oh. Problem is. is you, you'd be sad, but you'd still be buying that box set. Probably buying at least, like, two or three, let's be real. <laughs> Stashing one under the bed for later. <laughs> I'm, 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 my, my Prospero's still in shrink wrap, so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely would buy it. But this is new armor, so it's different. New and shiny, right? So Let's be honest, we're all just going to buy it for the Spartan. We don't even care about the Marines at this point. Yeah, we haven't even said anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, I won't even know. lie. The, that's probably the biggest reason to buy that box. That Spartan looks different. It looks. It, I think that looks plastic for sure. Um, I noticed yeah. the tracks look different. And what they're together and they're not missing pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends what generation of uh, Spartan you have. If you have a first gen one, yeah, that thing's probably terrain. And if it's not, consider it because uh, the plastic one will be better. Yeah, they it's like, just, it's like the front. The front tracks are actually correctly aligned with each other. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what model oh, master put it together? Oh, the early days. Oh man! <laughs> if I but, just having having that conversation with yourself as a as a model, like you know what? If I, if I just have to leave the tracks off, I just have to leave the tracks off. It's just, people are just gonna have to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. But oh. like, so yeah. So Spartan looks a little different. Um, yeah, I think we all think it's plastic, right? So, yeah, definitely plastic. Now, what else do you think they're coming out with? What other box sets have they in store for us? Is it, you know, do we think that they'll have a couple different plastic kits? I mean, rhinos are pretty easy to make. Yeah. 
even if you do like the Damio, so like you literally just switch out pieces and it it'd be easy to do those. That would be nice. A plastic Sakarin would be nice. Like a multi piece chassis would be pretty legit. I have to buy the buy the turrets separately from Forge World but give you a plastic chassis. You know I wouldn't even be mad at that. I'd be okay with that. That would be okay. But if they, you know, if they end up going that route, okay, so Plastic Spartan, well, there goes the Resin Spartan, right? Yeah, and it's terrain now. Plastic Sakaran. So, like, is it, now, now the question is, in my head, is like, is it actually happening? Is GW taking over it of making these kits now, right? And then weeding out just slowly the Forge World stuff. Who knows? The future is the plastic Thunderhawk. I was going to yeah. say Storm Eagle. But <laughs> Storm yeah. Eagle. Let's start with the think. Storm Eagle first. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got your plastic Thunderhawk. You got your Aeronautica one. Yeah. yeah. Good enough. <laughs> Let's just zoom in on the picture and everybody thinks it's for 40k. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a great A-level trolling. That was. <laughs> This is this is where we're at as a fan base, where where <laughs> where our supplier can do that to us, and we're just like, yeah, okay, I guess that's great, thank you. Yeah, wipe your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so what about uh, what about the rules? Uh, you know, obviously the leaks popped up that this you know our, our revamp of the seventh ed rule set, dreadnoughts getting wounds. Oh, that that just alone. Dreadnoughts getting wounds makes my my wish list come true. Uh, I hope that they take the stance of being monstrous creatures, uh, like we talked about in an earlier episode. And honestly, I would straight up just just piss myself because I've got a lot of dreads and I would love to run all of them. And well, you'd see a lot more of them on the field. That's for sure. Wait, what's stopping you from running them now? Uh, that they're just not as good. <laughs> they're one last cannon shot away from. Yeah, the, they just. Yeah. They see. They just like. Let's be real. Like, I'd love to run that. Uh, what is it? Um, Brethren of Iron. Right, like all the dreadnought. Uh, right of war, but like considering how fast it can get popped by like that Aaron melted gun last cannon, and you're just like, oh man. Or at least if they are monstrous creatures, they're probably packing T seven or eight. And yeah, I don't really care about a last cannon or a melty gun. You're doing a would wound, it, and I'm rolling. Would that make it more on par with uh, Mechanicum's units then? Yeah, like a Thanatar. Fucking rights, it would. So your Leviathan would be more of a Thanatar level. I would assume, yeah. Or, yeah. So, so if they did change over to wounds, you guys think that you would see more units that? Um, or like have poison or sniper or allows you to wound on four plus or whatever regardless of like the toughness I, I I think you would actually see a comeback of vets I think you'd have those monster hunter or the monster killer um, like vets coming out mm -hmm. I, I think you would see uh, maybe seekers making another comeback because they can you know uh, mark that unit for death uh, there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, potential to bring out a lot of other units, I guess, if that does happen. I, I know just to kind of 
bring Alex and Dan up. Like what we were talking about last time was basically my wish was if they do make Dreads monstrous creatures, that box knots are T6, um, contemptors are T7, and Leviathans are T8, just to kind of match the respective like Mechanicum counterparts. And, and I think mm-hmm. that you would really see these units perform a lot better on the table. Um, not to say that they don't now, but I think they would, they would just increase like exponentially. Would but we're we're assuming that that heresy 2.0 is still going to be um, like seventh, but just changing them over to a monstrous creature, or would it be more like eighth and ninth, where it, there's keywords? <sighs> That's where yeah. you know, so he could still have the profile of a monstrous creature, you know, with you know six wounds or something and toughness levels and whatever else, but he could have keywords of vehicle and walker. Yeah, that's that's true. It, well, I, if, if they do, they'll probably put the Astartes word on them, right? To benefit from the Astartes rules from all the Legion. That'd be amazing. Now, he, now he's... The problem, so problem like, with that is it gets break, you can break the game then that way. There's certain Legions that are really good at... that would help the Dreadnoughts more than other ones. Mm-hmm. Iron Hands are one of them, but you know, it, minus one strength to a, a Histardes unit, and if it's a Dreadnought jumping around, that Melt is now strength seven, right? Like, so it's it's hard to figure out a balance, I guess. Oh, Unless they gave them a specific thing where Dreadnoughts are this thing in this Legion. Yeah. I, I think it's it's got to, it, like, I don't think you can do baby and bathwater here with this. I think if they're going to go, if, it, <laughs> if, it's not just, if it's not just moving dreads to monstrous creatures and giving them moons, if that's if that's as simple as this is, great, fine, it's a decent fix. You know, it kind of fixes the walker keyword, walker issues that are in the game right now for rules mm-hmm. interactions. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think all of the experience they've gained for the last, you know, four years of rules writing you see like you see kind of aos came out and aos informed the rule set for 40k which then began to develop and evolved and that involved the or informed the rule set for aos further i guarantee you that if, if they're going to do a revamp of the rule set we're going to see more than just this it's going to be keywords it's going to be uh, uh different interactions for monstrous creatures more wounds on the table um less armor values or armor having less of an impact because that's where the that's where the game is currently. Yeah. Do you think there would be multi damage? Think they bring that I, in? I hope so. Yeah. Like I think I think having you know dreads with like seven or eight wounds uh, with multi damage weapons in the game gives you um, gives you a very thematic feel than just making the monstrous yeah. creatures like the same weapons that kill that that will blow up a, a contemptor wipe out uh, a strength 7 or toughness 7 uh, monstrous creature just as efficiently um, you just maybe need to shoot them twice that's it, that's the only difference mm-hmm. yeah. and you know, rather than having that really clunky interaction with looking at the, the vehicle damage chart and what the impact is going to be, eliminating all that just doing multi-wound, multi-damage um, that way your, your dread is still careening across the battlefield shooting and being involved and it's thematic which I think is where they're going to go with it I hope they're going to go with it 
Yeah, I can see that too. It'd be, it would be nice. I, I'm, I know I'm looking forward to a psychic phase change a little bit at least. So, wait, there's, there's, there's a psychic phase, thirty k. There is. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Not many people play it, but it's. Yeah, it would be. It would be nice. I, I would really like if it adopted the ninth edition style of psychic phase. And I know, again, there's going to be people who are like, no, I don't want it to go to ninth. It's, I, I don't want the game to go to ninth. I just want some of the cool rules from it. But essentially, it probably will. It, it very well could. If, if if they start going that route of changing things like this, yeah, they'll they'll eventually move it over to, to something similar yeah. to ninth, right? I think they'll do the same thing that they're doing with AOS. Like when you like the the Dominion rule set for AOS that's just been released by them live here last week um you start to see the match play rules coming in line with the match play expectations of 40k and i they're different they're they are a different rule set but the theme and the kind of philosophy behind it is very similar and i think that's what they could do with with uh, 30k as well is kind of keep the philosophy like obviously like with we've got we've got scatters and templates um you know, we've got armor heavy. We've got legion focus. That idea is—I uh, think you could maintain that with just a, a modernized rule set that brings in line with the other systems, and then that way people can start switching between systems. Because that's always been a big complaint: is that you've got—I can't play AOS because I forget the 40k rule set. I can't play because mm -hmm. I forget the 30k rule yeah. set. Or if you start streamlining the, the baseline philosophy for all three rule sets, that people can say like, "Oh, hey, yeah, this interaction is the same." This is how I roll dice. This is how I wound. This is how damage works throughout all the different systems. And you just got maybe minutia that you've got to deal with for the army to army interactions. I think that'll be really good for the hobby because then people can, you know, like us, like hobby hardcores where we're playing different uh, different games every couple weeks. You know, we can jump between rule sets and not have to like drag six books and hold up the gameplay as a result. Uh, mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. And and who knows in, in that aspect too is like that may draw more people to playing the heresy right and at the same time it it might kind of push people away from it you know um, I like you said some guys that are just hardcore with the current rule set and they don't want pretty much change yeah you know well um, there's some crusty guys out there right who threaten to sell their their whole legion for a hundred bucks, burn it down. Go to ninth. Burn right? it down. Uh, if you want to sell it for a hundred bucks, email us here at Trident. <laughs> <laughs> PayPal standing by. So, uh, auto deposit. Auto deposit is is, is already set up. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, you know, in all serious, like I think, and and we've kind of seen it here locally. There's been a lot of a couple of new players who've been playing 40k coming over now to the older rule set to play yeah. right but ultimately like even us like we we're hard in the heresy and then we did the the new boards thing you know and uh we started getting involved with 40k and and really liking it you know so i think with with if they do start changing things for me personally, it'll be quite exciting. It'll be fresh and just a new experience again, right? But yeah. set in set in the heresy, uh, you know, 
part of the universe. Well, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It's kind of bittersweet, right? Like some of these rumors saying that you know, um, no more black books, new red books. It makes me a little bit sad, uh, especially for a lot of the guys who've just been jumping in with, like you know, maybe in the last year. Um, that if they do bring out a whole new wave of red books and it's totally revamped for 2.0 that it just that can kind of be a low blow for guys i know my my mouth i still have the bad taste in it from you know buying all the psychic awakening books and then mm-hmm. they were like oh hey those books you just bought i was like yeah man yeah you can't use those anymore what and he's like yeah oh but if you want to use the rules almost the same you got to buy this new codex i was like oh it it kind of broke my heart a little bit, right? I was still a sucker and I bought the Codex, but I just, yeah. Yeah, makes me feel bad yeah, for it's, those it's, guys. I mean, it's it's the line that we have to cross, kind of walk, right? <laughs> it it happens, and it's just... It does. I Honestly, the only thing the only thing that really makes me mad about this whole announcement is the Black Book thing. Yeah. That really actually like, just it grinds my gears uh like i'm staring at my shelf of black books here that i've been collecting since like the first pre-order went up for heresy and you know in the back of my head uh i i read every single one i i thoroughly enjoy the fluff i thoroughly enjoy the backstory and the art is fantastic and i you know i think personally i was really looking forward to you know getting through uh to the siege of terror and seeing the big black book for the siege of terror and just being like you know i i would i would I would sell one of my children for it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was looking forward to it so much, and then you know if that's true, if we're not going to get one, that does that really bugs me. The the only silver lining I can see about that is maybe it's not a black book like we know, where it has legion rules and unit entries and stuff. Maybe they'll they'll adapt it to the point where it's like, yeah, your red books are all up updated. They might do something similar to like a chapter approved, where you get yeah, new shit, and then they might still release a black book for just the the, the fluff. Because my OCD is upset because I only got nine books, and I want ten, <laughs> like end it on ten or twelve, not nine or eleven, because that'll just that'll irk the shit out of me. Yeah, I was just thinking that uh, that so part of the problem right now is is they take like two or three years to write this book. And all you're getting half the time is either just like one legion with four rules for you know four four units and a primarch, and it, you know it's taken what seven eight nine years now for like all of the legions to come out. If they would have just done all the books, and then done campaign books with no added like rules for units or models, it would have been way better. And I think that's what yeah. they might be trying to do. And that may be why Argyle Tall is coming out of nowhere is because they're just now they're just going to bring rules out for legions and characters rather than having them part of a campaign. Because book nine came out and we were like, where's Luther? Where's Luther? And they're like, well, he's not in the Thramis campaign. So why would he be there? Right? Because he's we're like, cool. And he should have been. We're like, <laughs> we're like, why? Well, you know, you bring out Dark Angels. We're who cares about lying? We wanted Luther, right? Yeah. Like. <laughs> I wanted the Patriot of Caliban, and he wasn't there. I was—I know I was—I was, I was upset. Are traitors, clearly. <sighs> you know, with with Lustra, I'm not so sure. I read that first, the Fallen book. I—he's pretty cool, dude. 
Yeah, I guess if you're into scumbags. But like, I don't know if we're no. the same book. Have you, have you read that book? <laughs> yes. I read, I read all the books. All the books, yeah. He, to me, you know, okay, no, no spoilers. If you don't want to hear spoilers, cover your ears. Basically, to me in that book, he seemed like he was be- like an actual hardcore patriot of Caliban. And... You know, when the lion's like, yeah, cool, you know, strip mine, just rape the planet for its resources, I'm out. Luther's like, yo, man, this is like, this is our home. That ain't right. That That's the impression I got where Luther just, it didn't sit well with him how he just disregarded Caliban to the Imperium War Machine. And then, you know, yeah, he walked a little bit of a dirty path, but I think it was because he was just trying to save, save his home, man. Okay. <laughs> Just, and it's not easy. That's how you convince the naysayers. Uh, you turn this whole podcast into a into a, a pro anti Luther denial uh, denial episode because yeah, I don't know. Guy doesn't chain up a demon in his basement and ask for answers on how to kill a Primarch if he's not an evil guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! He's just curious, okay? One. Just wanted to know. He's just a patriot, as he's like beating children in the back. Like, I, it's it's it's, it's okay. He's he's yeah, he's a patriot. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Man. Good one. Ah, oh, so good. So so good. Okay, I'm gonna di- I'm gonna digress here. So, uh, you know, the other thing that came out was uh, was the lion. Primark book. Oh god, uh, yeah. You do get a you do get a little bit of a picture of the lion and what's happening. You Luther comes out and you get a you know, you get to see kind of the erosion of the Dark Angel culture, uh, you know, over the, the ten thousand years, which is interesting. Yeah. And then the other thing that obviously that happens is is the Horus Heresy novels touch on what the lion's doing and what uh, uh, what's going on with the Legion kind of in the background and lead up to the siege of terror and how you know how some of them do end up in terra without you know, any spoilers and you know why they're there and who they're involved with and what happens and uh you know again just mortis actually touches on yeah, this again so this is uh yeah it's uh, like it's a, it's a much bigger topic i i gotta say like the lion came out with with is it book eight book nine book nine and um and the backstory and the lore for the Thramus Crusade, combined with the recent books, actually, you know, has me thinking differently about uh, the whole First Legion and about Lionel Johnson. Um, I was like, I was, I was on the meme bandwagon for four years. Like, soon as soon as someone posts a, posts a First Legion, it's like, mm, traitor. Okay, you know, find all my Lionel Johnson as a traitor memes and post those. And I actually, I'm, I'm, my whole uh, uh, my opinions changed. I gotta say, whoa. Well, has it you don't... changed because you saw Lionel Johnson's rules, or yeah. has it changed because you read <laughs> the books? The uh, power gamer in me definitely beat <laughs> the rules. Don't get me wrong; uh, <laughs> it was all I could do to not start a Dark Angels army. But uh, no, actually, it's the, the the lore. The lore actually like turned it around for me. Now, the fact that I, I like we know that he doesn't end up at the Siege of Terra, like that's that's been lore for you know, 30 years now, we know he doesn't yeah. end up there. I think that's always going to be a sticking point for anyone, but, uh, you know, maybe he's doing other things that are important. You, you know, know, I don't know. I'm not so upset. Little primary, primary crush? Uh, maybe. I'm not so upset that he didn't make it to the siege. I'm upset that he, you know, you don't punch a chaplain's head off 
when he's like, hey, I'm going to tell if you fuck around and use those psychers. And you just do that, oh yeah, you just punch his head off. I don't know, that doesn't seem loyal to me. Oh, he is a Primark. Hey, man. They have 10,000 sons. They are kind of disposable, though, right? <laughs> well, I guess. There's an edict of Nakia uh, that says otherwise, you know. <laughs> Those are just <Yeah>. details. <laughs> Minor details. Um, fans, I'm sorry that I didn't realize that the talking about the ninth book in Dark Angels was going to be a... a uh, taboo and yeah. get us off into a tangent here. Yeah, we just went to a wormhole. <laughs> More like a chaos gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So we can sure <laughs> in the in the in the future uh, Alex is probably going to start Dark Angels. Yes. No, I'm committed. I got Blood Angels on the desk, followed by Third Legion, and then more Mechanic. For now. Well, yeah, but if you want to be really cool, you play Dark Angels, and then you can rock the old Third Edition style Angels of Death, yo. Oh, Angels yeah. of Death, where you get them both. That was a, He's got a point there. It's a good book. Oh boy! Oh, so awesome. so back back to back to seventh ed rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll park that. <laughs> we'll park that. Uh, Leviathans are toughness eight. Um, you know, do they do they change vehicles to toughness values? Do Spartans get you know T eight? You know, do they go that far with it? I hope the vehicles as is stay. I just want the dreads to change for sure. Um, I would like. I really want something to happen with knights. I I love the models. They look cool. I I hate the interactions with them. I would rather them actually be like an actual like vehicle and not be able to just raffle stomp everything literally to death. Stomp. That stomp is straight BS. So <laughs> just a removal of the the D rule in yeah, general. Yeah, that would or be nice. Any any reference to remove from play rules yes. uh, would actually solve a lot of the field bads. I, I'd be no, no problem. You want to kick me in the face of the night at, at strength ten AP one? Give her, buddy. I don't care. Yeah. But just the remove from play interactions just it generates field bads. It does. I th I think that's why eighth and ninth like the mortal wounds come in, and that's why they got rid of like the D strength, and it's just mortal wounds are more. Of that would what they be were trying to do. a cool mechanic to add. Instead of instant death, it's just mortal wounds. Or something equivalent, yeah, right? Yeah. So. No. But yeah, stomp, it would shake, it would shake things up. I mean, it would shake things up, and, and what? Pre pretty much, if things turn to mortal wounds instead of instant death, Eternal Warrior would be gone. Yeah. yeah, they would have or to they revamp would, the a whole, whole bunch thing, of rooms, or, yeah. you know, or they would change it to doing something else, right? Or, or Eternal Warrior, or Eternal Warrior gives you a gives you a saving throw against mortal wounds. Ooh, yeah, mm -hmm. there you go. Yeah. Shrugs off damage on fives or whatever. That'd be the first shop available for uh, rule writing anytime. Uh, see the, <laughs> the show notes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. It would be uh, would be pretty cool. I guess. You know, uh, next talking point is there's an event happening early next year, and it is known as LVO. And uh, as is, we're planning on going. 
uh, to rock out and play some sweet heresy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as the world is well, you know, still standing, calming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could it's, change. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that it got canceled this year, and because we were all planning on going or potentially going, and then it, things got worse, and then nobody, then they canceled themselves. Yeah, yeah. It, we we knew it was it just wasn't going to happen, but coming up for next year um it's a little different it is a bit of a different uh than what we're used to yeah the the format's definitely different it's um taking on uh some of the well the mortaval rules which is nice and it's also using a um, particular uh i guess what is it i don't want to say restriction but a, a particular like uh, build to it which is Centurion Plus, which is brought out by the uh, uh, Mortal Bell group. So, mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely got some interesting uh, mechanics to it. Uh, this particular event is you got to build the 2K Centurion Plus list, and then you expand that list to meet a 3K list. Uh, everything that you take in your 2K list, you have to pull in your 3K list. Which does come for some interesting, I guess, uh, builds. Because it's, you know, it's a little bit trickier than you would think initially. Especially with some of the yeah. uh, restrictions that are on Centurion Plus. And if you guys haven't figured out, we're, we're all playing in the Heresy event, all four of us. So, um, But yeah, there, there, there's a different uh, mechanic than what, what's, what's been happening and. Uh, the the two different point levels I've never done in a tournament myself, so I'm curious to see how that's going to work. Yeah, the uh, the less building is is tricky, um, mm-hmm. and especially with some of the rules and whatnot, it definitely makes you kind of look at the army that you're playing, and you know if you are able to normally kind of play the way you would play that army mm-hmm. um so i know I, I know we talked well four of us have talked about uh even myself with the white scars you know at, at first i was kind of like well, no i don't really want to want to play them in in this uh this event because i can't build them the way i want to right um but going around that we've kind of talked and and try to figure out and try to build something that I can work with and whatnot, so, which is still in progress. Um, but makes you start, start looking at other units that you may not have taken before. And uh, I mean, one of the big things is you're not taking name characters. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. That, that definitely changes it a fair bit. Um, in my point of view, I think that takes a lot of the flavor away from the armies. Mm. Right? So, um, I don't know. I, I Sometimes I just feel that it's can be a little lacking in uh, just the extra bonuses you get just because you have characters. You know, 
that are are for that army or for that legion or or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So support units and they they change dynamics of your army. So uh, other than that, see how it goes, I guess. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll be it'll be fun, anyways. We for sure like we haven't left left our house in two years, so. <laughs> being out of the country and in a, in a new place you know playing playing games with our buddies again i think is going to be more exciting than than how it's been in the last year yes so <laughs> the, the trip itself will be definitely worth worth it for sure um i know yeah. i'm i'm looking forward to just jumping in and like crushing some loyalists um that's gonna be fun <laughs> So, uh, what happens if we get Heresy 2.0 before Lelio? Well, that, yeah, that that's a good question. That's always, that's been on my mind, and it, it could really flip the whole thing right on its head. Well, more of all would just be obsolete, because he would, Tom would have to go and, like, refigure out everything and make it compatible, right? Or just, just close down more of all and let heresy take over i i I can't see them closing it down i i would see them revamping it and updating it to 2.0 because like they do like the more of all events team i give them full props they move really (laughs) quick when it comes to updates faqs and erratas um so i would hope that they could get everything ready to go in time for the event and if not at least you know for um, Adepticon or later, depending on what they're using, it would be you know full bore by then, I would think. But it it, it very well, yeah, it, it could uh, it could flip the event on its head where um, you got to kind of really, I guess, uh, improvise, right? Because I can't see many people wanting to dig their heels in and be like, well, let's play the old rules for this one, I guess. I like myself, I'd want to jump into two point all the way. Yeah. Out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. So just to, I guess, go back for a second. Um, you know, I think I think it, you know, regardless of, of your opinions on uh, LVO and its style, um, I think, you know, frankly, I think it did need a change. I think this will mm-hmm. be year four. Um, back to back with, you know, as, I know Bill, as much as, as much effort as you put in and try and create a narrative environment and, and everything, um, I think I think just the meta was getting stagnant and I think the uh, the narrative was getting forced and I think Mordeval has brought a whole bunch of uh, new fresh air to the, you know, to the potential event layouts and I, like, I'm, like, I'm willing to give it a go, you know, whatever it is and I, I like, I, that's why it's internally here in, in, in Edmonton you know, I've been talking about going to to Mordeval for a bit, and if seeing who's interested, because I think I think it's good. I think it's good for the hobby. I think change is good because yep. it stops people from like, oh, I'm going to see the exact same custodians list. I'm going to see the exact same Mechanicus list. I'm going to see the exact same Armored Core list. I'm like, you know, kind of gets old. You know, the only thing that that really refreshes it or has been refreshing it is that people are just starting new armies, and that's that's good in a way, but I don't think it's healthy from a narrative or an event standpoint. Hmm. Yeah, no, I would agree with that for sure. Um, especially, you know, bringing Mornabel, it, it does allow for a change of pace, uh, which is definitely something that um, 
you know, I, I was looking at doing um, as, you know, uh, events went on. Um, the way the way it's jumping in, it, it's definitely like a both feet jump in approach, which I, I do think will shake things up in a positive way. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, checking it out anyways and seeing how it goes. Because, um, yeah, it, it does allow the player to really explore the version of their own heresy, I think. That what they envision their Legion Force is actually looking like and being able to take like an Iterator or take, you know, a Rogue Psyker or some of these units that you read about in the book is a very uh, appealing thing. So it's it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be very uh, cool and positive thing. Um, I hope. My my only concern is like Dan Dan pointed out the 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 double list uh, the two thousand to three thousand point switch, mm-hmm. like people being unfamiliar with the format or you know not doing list checking in advance and you know I, I just for the for the audience's perspective we we tried our first set of games here just a week ago mm-hmm. and uh, with our with our you know mostly of us most of us were playing new armies under the new rule set and uh, I think all of us. All of us make mistakes <laughs> yeah. or had a legal list by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, this is. I true. was all good, Alex. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it, it'll. It would be nice to have uh, the list being vetted, especially like from, you know, a guy either like Tom or members of the Mournable Events team. Of guys who are like who really know the system inside and out, and uh, to be honest, like there's a lot. If you're not familiar with it, there's like over a hundred pages of units and entries and equipment and fluff, psychic powers, etc. Uh, between two different books as well, right? We're using the Mornaval Events book, and then there's the Mornaval Battle Manual as well, and then there's FAQs and erratas and experimental rules on top of that, which it, it's it could be very overwhelming. Um, I, I do expect to see probably a fair amount of people who are just like, nah, man, I just rolled with heresy. And they just rolled their plain Jane lists out of the books mm-hmm. as is because there is a lot. And it, there's a, a ton of flavor, but you, you really got to do some digging and uh, uh, exploring to see what you want to run. I think that's what I'm most curious about is to see, see how many people actually go into the books and then create units that that they that they created themselves or sorry that Mornival's created yeah. and that people have gone and made units for because you know there's like breachers with you know support weapons like plasmas and stuff like that or you know there's you know terminate uh, destroyer terminators yeah heavy destroyers all yeah heavy destroyers and you know there's a bunch of consoles and you know, they all have these unique weapons and stuff like that. So I'm very curious to see how many people go into the depths of going through those bit boxes and building these units and oh yeah, the all that. So that's what I'm most excited about from the event itself, actually, is to see the creativity. Yeah. Yeah, regardless of, of what, what it is, I mean, it'll be a fun time to go out and play and, and share those war stories with each other. <laughs> After the fact, right? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. The absolute worst case is you get wicked tanked on fourteen dollar beers. 
That's true. <laughs> That's the worst case scenario. That's true, yeah. Or you just, yeah, you don't even make it past that pub crawl. Yeah. <laughs> day two, you're just done. Sure. I'll show up the next day with the four or 30k army at the bolt action tables. Start there. Oh, awesome. But. Yeah, it, oh man. It, it will be a very fun experience because it'll be the first time in a while that I've actually been able to go down and play as a player. And be able to, you know, uh, clink beers and go for lunch and actually, you know, uh, rip out and not have to worry about uh, the TO side of it, which is uh, a lot of work in itself. So I- I'm looking forward to just being able to roam around and, you know, just kind of peruse the tables and check out booths and other events and stuff on off hours, like from the event and shit. So pretty fun. No, it'll be good because like we all have new armies going. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, we're all bringing something new, which is really <laughs> cool. Um, Unless Tom doesn't fix Catterfronts, then you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you end up messaging him about that? Why would I give up my secrets? Because because <laughs> they're not they're dirty secrets. Uh, if. <laughs> If you guys don't know, go and look. Yeah, that's all we're going to say. Yeah. Because we'll spend another hour talking about Mechanicus mm-hmm. units. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. No, but be good. Just the just the whole hype for us getting you know stuff built and painted up and trying stuff out with these new armies as well. And I think Alex has already got his army done. So yeah. he's already ahead of the game kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's good. It's, it's hopefully you'll be seeing a lot of our pictures as well. That's true. Yeah, of uh, of the armies. Uh, I know. Uh, eventually, I like to set up Alex's army and get some nice shots of them and like do some background pics of them and whatnot. Yeah. And as we showcase, should be done by the end of the month. Ooh. End of the month. Very nice. Beautiful. Very nice. I know as we uh, play more games as well, we'll definitely get more pictures up on the Instagram and Facebook um, of all the different legions as they get built and start to get all mm-hmm. painted up and whatnot. And this might be a good opportunity for us, you know, locally to uh, really kind of stir the stick in the fire and get everyone rolling and maybe do another challenge and get some things kind of popping off, something different this time, and really get the hype going. Oh, definitely. But even even locally, though, like the community, a lot of guys are are working on a lot of different stuff. It's tr- well, that that is right? true. Even the last month, like uh, admittedly, you know, uh, last you know couple months, even like you know, we've got Brady jumping in, we got Cam, and then uh, uh, James just recently yeah. with James, yeah, with James, yeah, yeah. and. Like- it's awesome like where we've got new players jumping in the system seems to be growing uh there's guys who are like super pumped to start playing games and just keep rolling dice which is nice so that's be huge and then at some point later down the road we're going to be kind of starting to dive into some of the horse heresy novels in particular the siege of terra series and uh, we'll be going through kind of our thoughts on it, uh, talk about, you know, rumors, spoilers, anything and everything. So look out for that coming in the future. 
because um, I know it's something where all four of us here were pretty much caught up, so it should make for a uh, pretty legit um, segment anyways. But uh, yeah. And after hours of how Luther actually is a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm down for that too. Yeah, I'm down for that too. It'll be the live stream at LVO at 2 o'clock in the morning uh, after the pub crawl. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Luther's a good guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> I, I love that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's going to be good. And, and Magnus, Magnus didn't do anything wrong. We just didn't, we didn't do anything wrong. Oh, he did everything. <laughs> I'll make sure I bring the gimbal. So, so many can... bad things. <laughs> <Screen that. laughs> no. Well, yeah, awesome. so, yeah, so you guys, if you guys get a uh, Facebook live feed at like you know four in the morning, yep. probably Bill. Yeah, talking about Luther. But watch it because you'll you'll agree. <laughs> so uh, good stuff. Yeah. Well, excellent. Well, yeah, uh, that wraps up this episode, you guys. Uh, we appreciate you, you know, uh, tuning in, listening, watching, depending on what platform you're doing it on. And again, you know, uh, special thanks to Alex and Dan for jumping on with us for some, uh, old guard strike back. Cause yes, yeah, the, like we said in the earlier, uh, right in the beginning, these are our, our battle bros. We've been gaming, rolling dice together for a number of years. Um, this is, you know, but a fraction of the, the crew air quotes and, uh, yeah, it's it's just starting to wrap up, so we're excited to be able to start gaming again, roll out as a group to LVO, and uh, just do what we do. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, for sure. Me too. Thanks. Yep. And yeah, we will catch you guys next time. Bye.